0: Welcome back, everyone, to this Drunk Bible Study bonus episode. What did we just do? 109? Was that
1: 109, 108? Uh-huh. What did we do? <laughs> One, oh, that was Somewhere 108. Somewhere in,
2: in the early 100s. Yeah.
0: 108, yeah. 108. Okay, 109 is going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Second Samuel, it's moving on in the world. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant has made a comeback. And there's two guys named Nathan, and I was like, I've never heard of boys? a better synopsis of the beginning of Second Samuel. It's <laughs> all that's happened, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, David is rising, rising to power. He's like finally a king now, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, he was a king. He's
1: now the he's, king he's of a big all old of king. it. That happened in this last one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did they kill the other king? The the two year king brief King. ishbosheth yeah oh ishbosheth, ish-bosheth. Yes. yeah your favorite word to say jess
1: right remember there there were those ishbosheth those those men who were both leaders of bands who uh came yes, and cut off his head and, the band of boys Band of boys yes yeah and then they brought it to david and he killed them because he doesn't like it he didn't <laughs> yeah. like it it was a bad gift nope
0: yeah, yeah, it was a terrible gift. <laughs> so he was like, I'm going to kill you because you gave me the worst gift ever. Exactly. Yeah, so um, David had a lot of kids. And I think I talked about in the last bonus episode that some people think that he had like 91 kids or something, which is ridiculous. But we heard about, I don't know, how, what do you think, like 15 of them, like by name? So oh, talked yeah. About, oh, yeah. it's a good Maybe, rough approximation. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one of these kids was named Nathan. And then, then... Uh, in, where was it, Samuel, Basically, like, two verses later. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what does this say? 2 <laughs> Samuel 7, 4 to 17, mm-hmm. um, a passage known as Nathan's Oracle. They talked about this other guy named Nathan who is an advisor to David, and he's a prophet. And I was like, wait a minute, is that his son? Is that his son, Nathan? And it's it's apparently not the same person. <laughs> Although... I will say, yes, okay, there are instances in the Hebrew Bible where the name Nathan is mentioned, but it is unknown whether it is referring to Nathan the prophet or Nathan the son of David. <laughs> oh, which dang is it. really <laughs> annoying. I'm like, great. It's like, so this couldn't is you get a different on. different name for the, these two men? Like, couldn't you have named them a different thing? Right, so know. we're going to
1: stay confused, though, is what you're saying.
0: For sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> great. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about each of them s- just b- very briefly. But but Nathan, Nathan, uh, we're gonna call him Nathan A and Nathan One, okay? Just so that we're not we're not like <laughs> which ranking one's them. Which? So Nathan, let's do this. Nathan A is is uh <laughs> the son of David. K A for <laughs> son of David. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan One is the prophet because he's like he's like close to God, I think. Like okay, number one. He's number one. one. Number close one to close God. to God.
2: Okay, I think yeah. I can okay. do that. But okay. we don't want to <laughs> rank
0: them. We don't want to rank them. So, okay. So I'm I'm going to discuss Nathan One, the prophet, uh momentarily. Okay. Okay. So he was a court prophet who lived in the time of King David. He's introduced in 2 Samuel 7 2. Um, and apparently in Chronicles he'll be in that too, but we're not there yet. Uh, he's an advisor to David, with whom David reflects on the contrast between his own comfortable home and the tent in which the Ark of the Covenant is accommodated. So yeah, right. then he talks with them about maybe I should build a, a nice big awesome place to put the put the Ark for God.
1: And <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
0: cool. So I don't know. Oh oh, he has a feast day. This this Nathan, Nathan does. Nathan the Prophet on the twenty fourth of October. Nathan, Nathan won. won? Yeah, okay. Nathan won the prophet. He has a day of feast on the twenty fourth of October in that, the Eastern like, Orthodox Church. Okay.
2: Does that mean he's a saint in the Eastern Orthodox Church? Uh
0: yeah yes yes he is there it is um those eastern catholic churches which follow the byzantine rite he is commemorated as a saint on the sunday of the holy fathers
2: okay wow happy st nathan's day yeah yeah
0: so in when was it october october 24th okay great
1: yes put that on the calendar to remember to celebrate (laughs) that this year
0: Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so Nathan Nathan A for the son of David. Um he's the son of David in Bathsheba? But we haven't heard about Bathsheba yet. Oh, we're well, gonna there, get to Bathsheba. He, he might have multiple sons
1: episode. named Nathan then.
0: He may the, I can't do this if he has <laughs>
1: a sons named Nathan. So then that means okay. the one we've already seen then has to be Nathan A one, and then the next one um, will be wait, Nathan A two.
2: Unless they're doing that thing where they're kind of skipping ahead a little bit, like how they're oh, like David Rain for yeah, 40 years. And we're yes. just like, these are all his sons that he has had, is currently having, and will, will have in the future.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Dedeker because I can't handle another Nathan. There are already too many. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, he's the older brother of Solomon, who you, y'all said is going to become important. But, yeah, I can't talk about him yet. So, no, not yet. No. Uh. Well, crap. All of this stuff about Nathan, I can't really talk about because it goes into Jesus and well, oh, yeah. And then in you the got, New you Testament. Gotta stop. You gotta yeah. stop before you get to the. All Jesus. right. Fine. Well, now you know. Now you know that they're not the same person. They're not the same person. Um. Nathan was a prophet in the Bible. That one guy. Oh, what is this? Uh, the Nathan, the biblical name, the baby name, means given, giving, or rewarded.
2: Hmm. Oh, that's nice. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Well, I at least know that we have a mnemonic for keeping the Nathans apart and yes. at least have some reference points for when we have to guess whether it's Nathan A or Nathan 1. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming we're going to mostly be talking to Nathan 1, but what do I know? I, I can't. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe Nathan A will become a really big deal. All right. I, I still so, think
1: that there's multiple sons named Nathan. That's I, I'm, geez, I'm that not going to
0: go there. Okay, I can't go there. I can't. <laughs> We're I have in enough, denial first. Yes, well, I have a we'll hard time. We'll be in denial until we cannot. Soul. Samuel and David <laughs> apart.
1: Mm, yeah, all right. They don't have the same names. And then and then Solomon's going to come into the picture, and it'll just oh, add more great. confusion to the mix.
0: Yeah, they need to find another name other he, than
1: an S name. Now, Solomon was born already, right? He was one of the ones that was in that list, wasn't he?
2: He's in that list, but we don't know if that list is a, a list for all time or a list at that time. Because <sighs> it's certainly not 91 kids. No, it's not. Well, not yet.
1: I'm assuming we're going to get many more lists until they equal 91 at the end.
0: Uh, okay.
2: Well, I then you know. can add them all up and feel good about yourself.
0: <laughs> I or will. What do you have dedicated? I agree? will.
2: I want, I want to talk about Richard Gere.
0: Oh, great. I'm excited. Okay. I love right. doing First Night.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Richard Gere, what a charmer in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Great hair. Great hair. Great
2: hair. Great nose. Great eyes. You know, just a keeper, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I'm going to set the scene that it's July of 1978 and Michael Eisner, we all know Michael Eisner.
0: Uh, Yeah, I work for Disney. I know Michael Eisner. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, in 1978, he was actually at Paramount, believe it or not. Well, yeah, he was really
0: young back then. Michael Uh Eisner was like the 90s Disney king.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he's just like a little baby boy working his way up in Paramount. Uh, No, it sounds like he was in a position of power back then because he said he wanted the studio to specifically make a biblical film. um, Oh, I see. And the studio was really attracted to a particularly a King David script because they thought that it paralleled Star Wars pretty well with with David as a Luke Skywalker figure and Samuel mm. as an Obi-Wan Kenobi figure. That's the the extent of the parallels that I can see, but maybe we can look at this a little bit more in depth.
1: You know... Okay.
2: It is kind of funny that we came to Star Wars and they also came to Star Wars. but Yeah, but not in the same
1: way. Different archetypes. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Although, to be fair, Kylo Ren didn't exist yet for these people. Yeah, we
2: kind of messed up the timeline there.
1: Well, and also that... King David for us was the one who is not a Star Wars, because he's a winter soldier, right?
0: No. But he's a win oh
2: he's a winter yeah. soldier because Winter Soldier looks like a young Mark Hamill.
1: Oh you're right. So he why. is still Luke. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, he's still Luke essentially. at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um
2: so the studio's super jazzed about this King David script. Uh well, they like the story, actually. They don't actually like the script. So they bring in a script writer, Andrew Birkin, to kind of work on the screenplay. And Andrew Birkin has this really funny quote where he's like, I found the brutality of the Old Testament hard to take. It was hard uh, to make God a hero. I'm like, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Truer yeah. words uh-huh.
0: have never been spoken. Serious, yeah. yeah, He also Goodness. goes on to
2: explain that it was also hard to write a film um, about... As he puts it, our late lamented imperialists, like saying the fact that this is not like yeah. the Ten Commandments, where it's like these downtrodden people who've been enslaved that we're rooting for. It's like, no, this is David, who's a king, who's just kind of carving out an empire yeah. and a really killing a bunch of fools. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, they are not part of the resistance by any means. Like Luke said, Luke Skywalker is. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they are more the Empire in this
1: in this scenario. So, then does that mean that David should actually be what? Like a young Palpatine? Or like what? Like, who's sort of forming know. the empire? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I guess not, that would be even before Palpatine, huh? We never really get to see that part of the story when the empire's. No, I guess that is Palpatine, right? He's the that one who is, sort of forms the empire? That is the, is the story. That, that is, is the story. story. Yes. So maybe Saul does. is Palpatine then. And David would be whoever came after Palpatine. I don't know who that would be.
0: No, it's always been Palpatine, like in various forms. It was Palpatine and then the Emperor,
1: right? And then there's like Calamity We're Palpatine. G- okay, I'm gonna bring and, us. I'm gonna bring yeah, us back okay. to
2: Richard Gere. <laughs> I'm bringing us back to Richard. All right, Richard Gere. <laughs> okay. Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. So they bring on Bruce Beresford to be the director for this big epic King David film. Um, they cast a bunch of American actors, of course. Um, Beresford was not happy about Richard Gere being Cast in the lead, really? and there was constant tension about that on set. What's wrong apparently, with, what's wrong with Richard Gere? I guess, I guess he was
0: quite young then.
2: Well, the director also wanted more of an unknown actor. Um, he thought no, that he'd, he'd done t-
0: uh, that one movie by then. What was it? Um,
1: oh, not first night,
0: no, no, that was in the <laughs> 90s. Uh-huh. He had like one really big film back in the 70s. Uh, I'll figure it out, but okay. keep going,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, uh, so he wanted more of an unknown actor and thought that Richard Gere just did better in contemporary stuff. And supposedly uh, yeah. Richard Gere was kind of forced upon him by the producers. He was um, a
0: very contemporary Lancelot. I'll give, I'll give that that's guy true. that. That's true. Um, yeah, he does
1: have a sort of a modern day sort of vibe about him. I mean, modern day in the 90s, that is. <laughs> okay.
2: So they start filming in Europe in 1985. It was a difficult shoot. The director came down with the virus. Richard Gere came down with the virus. The extras Whoa. went on strike. Wow. Um
1: okay. there were I so goodness. many drafts
2: of the script. Uh you know, Gear also again, like I said, knew that he was not really welcomed by the director, and mm. so the director would just like do what he wanted in the scenes that Richard Gere wasn't in, and Richard Gere would just do whatever the heck he wanted to do in his scenes. <laughs> Gosh. And uh there's this quote, this is an anonymous quote, just according to one report, the film ended up as a multi-million dollar joke that everyone thinks is funny, except for the people who made it and the Paramount investors. So, uh, yeah, it, um, Did it
1: not do well, then? Is that...
2: It did not do well. Well, I've never New- heard of it. The New York Times called it, quote, not a good film. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Thank you
0: for that beautiful just analysis, New York Times.
2: Okay. Uh, um... And then years later, Bruce Beresford still, or Beresford, sorry, Bruce, um, Bruce Beresford was like still throwing Richard Gere under the bus just saying like, yeah, you know, like there are a lot of things wrong in that film. And I really think Richard Gere was miscast. It was all his fault. So oh, anyway, gosh. I remember watching this film as a child Why? and I did not put it together that it was Richard Gere because I don't know, biblical films were on in my house Sometimes uh, when yeah. I was growing up, you it know, like you do, because yep. it's, yep. it's, yeah, it makes sense. Um, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, you think, like, it's safe for the kids to watch, even though the story of David's pretty gruesome. Uh-huh. Um, and so I remember this particular scene that we're going to watch, which is the scene of David dancing. It's Richard Gere dancing.
0: American Gigolo, that's what it is. The, it was 1980- in is- 1980. What? He was th- This was his big film. He did Pretty Woman in 1990, but American Gigolo was like the big thing that put him on the map. He was very hot in it. The end. Really, I've never and seen then, it. I
1: don't know anything about it.
0: I so don't he know. He was Wait, like was sandwiched a between, between
2: prostitution films. It was like uh, prostitution apparently. film, King David, <laughs> prostitution film. There you go. That's. Wow. I mean, that
0: makes sense that they weren't you know jazzed about him doing a biblical film.
1: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> He's All a right. Los
0: Angeles male escort. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay go. Brilliant. I got it. Done. <laughs> go.
1: Right. So for our listeners, there's going to be some voiceover in this. And then once it gets to the dancing, we are going to do our best to paint for you a word picture. <laughs> oh, gosh. Of I'm excited. what is happening on screen. Uh, and then I guess maybe in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship, we can post a link to this video so that you can check that out. Okay. Beautiful. Here we go. You mountains of Gilboa let there be no dew or rain upon you for there the life of Jonathan is vilely cast away from the blood of the slain the bow of Jonathan held not back and the sword of Saul returned not empty in life and in their death they were not divided they were swifter than eagles stronger than lions He's wow. daughters of Israel, He's, very are you,
0: we, yeah, he's that, a very that's a beardy, beardy boy not, Oh my
1: Yeah now he's disrobing David is disrobing off. <laughs> My brother Jonathan Thy love to me was wonderful And is this Richard Gere narrating?
2: I don't know I can't tell I don't think so okay. And notice that they cut out the line about his love being more intense than that of women
1: Oh yeah Oh here we go Set. yeah they have a huge set with like stairways going all over between huts and buildings but, hey it's the instruments we talked about i don't see any castanets though oh no no
2: castanets
0: huh
1: but there's symbols you can hear them well sh- he
0: is he is running and throwing his hands in the air and jumping <laughs> like, with joyousness.
2: The funniest thing I find about this scene is that Richard Gere is... Oh, there's Mihal. Mihal's pissed about it. She's, She's like, so embarrassed.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. The
2: funniest thing I find about this scene is that there's all these extras. It's, it's a huge scene. There's probably, like, 2,000 extras here. And... Uh, David is the only person who seems to be having a good time. This is
1: the word of the Lord. Like, they're all hope. straight-faced, just standing still. I took you from the pastures.
0: If you saw this guy doing sheep, this back then, would you would you be straight-faced?
1: <laughs> I have been oh, with you wherever you have Star gone. Star of
0: David, wait. I have destroyed all the enemies in your path. Is the Star of David, like, a I thing yet? I will make yet? you a great name among the great ones That's of the earth. That's a good question. Earth. We should look that up. I will assign a place for my people in Israel. I'm assuming it's through. about this David. They shall dwell in their own end. Right. Yes. He's the biggest David.
2: <laughs> so who I will that? say is that I r- mean,
0: what's her what's her name?
2: I, I don't know who that Abigail. is. Abigail. I don't have enough context. I think it's Abigail. Um I will say, though, that if I ever had a question in my mind of, like, what it would be like to do ecstatic dance with Richard Gere, and now I know that, like, this is what it would look like. It'd
1: be a lot of jumping around, sure, throwing your arms around. I'm pretty around. sure they did
2: not choreograph this. I'm pretty sure they were just like, Rich, do your thing. <laughs> just <laughs> make it mean? up as you go. I don't want you to be in this movie, but, like, I really need <laughs> you to, like, act <laughs> like I do,
0: and, like, you're really excited to be here.
1: Go. <laughs> and he's doing this, and it's important to note that he's doing all of this in, like, just a loincloth. Oh, yeah. So he's played Nakos this whole time. He did it.
2: He did it. <laughs> Is that the tabernacle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're bringing the art to the tabernacle. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway, that's about it.
0: That was wow. awesome.
2: Yeah. I will I'll make sure to post this link in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group so people can check it out.
1: Yeah, y'all want to see that for sure. That was awesome. Yeah, I also found a version of this video after we recorded where it's this scene, so it's the same video that we just watched, but with music over it instead. That's the song Dance Like David Danced, or I Will Dance Like David Danced, which is um what's funny is i guess i never really put together this whole story as a kid because i remember that being a refrain like i will dance like david danced but i never really knew where like why that was worth saying like what that meant i guess um so anyway yeah that was just sort of something interesting that i noticed is like oh i guess the point of it is that he that it's like i'm so into God that I'm going to dance in this way that's embarrassing and not feel bad about it. And I, that was totally lost on me as a kid.
2: Oh, really? what do you think it meant?
1: I don't know. I guess that he was a good dancer. <laughs> but, but clearly I mean, you're not allowed to not, dance so. in, like <laughs>
0: footloose. Like, I'm surprised that you're able to dance here. But I guess that's a different. That was Christianity, not Judaism.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The Jews,
2: my understanding of the Jews is they're pretty okay with dancing.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, it seems to Historically. be a, a thing that they've been doing in these stories. It doesn't seem to be a <laughs> yeah. problem. No, I guess you're right. Yep. Uh-huh.
2: Wow.
1: All right. Well, this was exciting. And I'm excited to keep going on and see what happens now that David is king. And I'm predicting we're just going to see more and more of David kind of turning into a bad guy. And I'm actually going to take it a step further. And I'm going to predict that it's going to happen to all of our kings. That they're all, no matter how good they start out, they're all going to become at least a little bit bad just by being king. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely.
2: And that would bring things full circle where Samuel was like, you sure you want a king?
1: Mm, Okay,
2: I'm going to give you a king. You're going to be sorry. That (laughs) that makes sense. You know him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it all fits together. All right, well, we will see you all next week for the next episode of Drunk Bobby's Day.